What's up, everybody? This is Marshall. I just wanted to sit down and talk to y'all about BadBoardy.com. Why, you may ask? Well, BadBoardy.com is the hub for a lot of really awesome podcasts. The flagship show, Maxwell's House. That by itself is worth the admission. You can get on. You can listen to stuff. Now, if you want to get all the stuff, the archive shows, get the monthly giveaways, the the exclusive podcasts every month, the the Falcon's Nest. That's where you need to be. It's super cheap, y'all. I mean, y'all can afford it. I, in fact, I challenge y'all to go to Bad Boarding and subscribe for a month or two months to see if you can get through all how long it takes for y'all to get through all of Maxwell's House episodes and all the rest of the awesome stuff that they got in there. Besides all that, the Falcon's Nest itself has a lot of cool-ass folks in it. A lot of good conversation, a lot of good support. That's what it's like. Bad Boardy's like a family, man. We watch each other's back. Y'all should get on and check it out. That's all I'm saying. Just give it a try. If you don't like it, uh, don't re-up your subscription, I guess. But I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. Check it out. And I'll let my homie Joseph tell you the rest. Sign up for a membership half off with the code ABOG. Always bet on geek. New pod world order. Always bet on geek podcast. Woo! And if you're listening to this podcast, you have made a good life choice. You know what quality entertainment is, and you know how to support the individual artists that are bringing it to you. Keep up the good work. Ready to form Voltron! What's up, everybody? This is Marshall, Squishy.Sync on Twitter. Welcome to Always Bet on Geek. We're here in the Hall of Geekdom in the country, deep south. <laughs> but you know what? Deep, deeper south is my co-host. <laughs> I suppose that's me, your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat. You know, it's weird, like, for our listeners... It has not been a long time because we've been because like they've been hearing new podcasts on a pretty regular basis, but we've actually had the podcast for almost a month in real in real time. So it's been over. Know, it's been over a month, Pat. We've been in this house for almost two months. No, you have not. Yeah. No, because on, like on, was, on week five, I got my job. Week five is a month. Four weeks is a month. Right, but like This is you my said, second week of my job. Months. No, I didn't say more than two months. I said almost two months. <laughs> wait, wait. So is that like how you said, like, we're doing a three-way call, but in actuality, you meant we were doing a Skype a Skype call with video? Kind of like that? Yeah, something, something just like that. <laughs> 
Well, today we are talking <laughs> BVS, all spoilers, and once again, Marshall hasn't seen the movie, so we called our good friend from the podcast Pop Culture Crunch, Jerry Butler. What's up? Jerry! Him and Pat are going to go at it and spoil the shit out of this movie for me, and I'm going to love it. I got the popcorn ready, and we're ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I don't, (laughs) well, you know, because I have this whole big thing of of the fact that I feel like you shouldn't tear down or bring up a movie unless you've actually seen it, so I don't know. It just seems weird that you have When you come next week... When you come next week and we record some, I've already seen all of Daredevil season two. Uh, okay. There is that. I watched the, well, <laughs> I watched two episodes of Fuller House. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> terrible. Did you not listen to our episode about that I, shit? I did. And Mike and Ming <laughs> went on about it and several podcasts have talked about it, but you know, I, no. I wanted the nostalgia. I got everything that I needed. I shouldn't have watched the second episode. That's all it was. I mean, I, got I think on. Jules Jules uh, was uh, putting it out there for somebody from the PCC to watch it, and I was like, oh, I'll take the bullet on this one. There was three episodes, and I was just like, this is garbage. This is terrible. But then people defended it like, did you expect it to be serious? I was like, no, but I didn't expect it to follow the same rehashed, you know, storylines that they've done before. I liked seeing how cute some of them ended up and stuff like that. But yeah, it, it was enough. The first, yeah, the first episode. Who was the, who's the middle sister? I don't remember her name, but she was the only a good one to look at in my opinion. And then I also watched the, uh, <clears throat> The Pee Wee Herman, uh, the new one, whatever that was on Netflix. And that was... How was that? Because, like, I have, like... Because I have no desire to watch Fuller House because my nostalgia does not run that deep. But I I did have... (laughs) But I did have love for those old school Pee Wee Herman movies. So how was this new Uh, one in the modern age? I kind of learned about it from Pop Culture Crunch, I think. Um... It, it was, was Nick. Nick watched it. I yeah. wasn't going. Is to that watch what it, it was? That was. I guess it was his a Twitter that. Uh, yeah. Because man, I really the name is because some people change their faces, their icons. So, man, names are so bad for me. Uh, oh. Anyway, yeah. Sometimes I don't even know who I'm talking to half the time, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm like sometimes I'm like, I just talk to myself. I don't know. No, that's not exactly what I'm saying. Okay, I'll shut up. The saga um, of Marshall oh, continues. <laughs> Who am I talking to? Oh, oh, wait. Is that a mirror? Well, no, because like... <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. I'm oh, sitting here God. waving, dancing. Whoa, what is this? Man, he looks just uh, like me. He's got some moves. Dude, now, now you're starting to sound like the Buffalo Bill dude from uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, no. It, it rubs the lotion on his skin. Or it gets to march again. <laughs> it was it was okay. I mean, he's old. 
He doesn't look much older, but you can tell that he's older. No, but like, and it's just. But that's know, weird because like the same kind of gags. It's silly. It's it's okay. I, I I think I watched all of it. It was all right. But like, I am shocked because even though he does look older, he doesn't look that much older. Like he has actually aged really well for his age bracket. I was surprised. It's true. But it wasn't. Um, it wasn't no uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It wasn't even Big Top's Pee Wee. Those were definitely both better movies. And it's sad that I'm saying it like that because those were pretty bad movies. Was there any reference to Large Marge in that? That's what I was going to say. I, I saw that movie <laughs> tripping on acid one time. That shit freaked me out, dude. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him Large Marge sent ya. Okay, so I guess we should also name this podcast the one where we kind of talk about Batman v Superman. <laughs> kind of. We're only eight minutes in, man. I mean, you can't exp- Okay. So, well, you know, that well, tends to be our MO, though, because I've actually gone back to re-listen to the one with Daredevil season one and the first Jessica Jones. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that fits. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. Well, we just did our episode on the movie... Monday, yeah, we got together Monday and did. That's all we. That's all we talked about. So, I just let it release today. Yeah, I saw it pop morning, up today, so. and I, I was gonna listen to it, but I'm like, no, we're fixing to talk about it in just a couple hours. I'll listen to that afterwards. Yeah, like <clears throat> one of us, one of us absolutely hated the movie. The other person was on the rope, and another person was like, I liked it. You know? Huh. Okay. So, how about you, Jerry? Were you the on the ropes, the like or the hate? He wasn't uh, the hate. <laughs> no, I, it wasn't the hate. No. Uh, I I actually liked it. However, uh, I do know that there's some flaws. But my problem with the film is not what solely happened. It's the idea of not following a little bit of the Marvel formula and giving. Uh, Batman a solo movie first before a Batman versus Superman movie because it I I felt like to me I felt like a lot of the reviews was just like this was so Batman heavy and we had all this stuff on Batman and everything it's like well duh you know Superman already had his origin movie so I, I just didn't understand why we didn't have a Batman story that would have helped move this film a little bit better you know made it explain some more paranoia and i'll tell you my theory of what they could have done in a solo batman film to make things work did you like you know? man of steel uh i liked it i mean it was i wasn't just like holy crap man i just saw the greatest you know comic book film i mean it was good you know it it made me realize that a dragon ball z movie is possible <laughs> where is that dragon ball z movie the that way it's your takeaway it's filmed <laughs> do what <laughs> that was your takeaway oh my god they can do they can totally do dragon ball z, dragon ball z. <laughs> you know I, I thought that about the last matrix movie too though but um and then they made a real dragon ball z movie and that just destroyed all my hopes and, <laughs> but no i mean i liked it myself i'm sorry go ahead i derailed the conversation no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, I don't know, Pat. I mean, wh- wh- where are you at on the film? 
Um, I actually liked it. Like, my only issue with it was it felt like it felt like even though the movie was two and a half hours long, it felt like it was a longer movie that they had to kind of hack and cut to make it fit two and a half hours because there were some parts that were either really jumpy or were paced wrong. And I'm thinking when they released the three-hour cut of the movie on Blu-ray, it may flow a bit better. But besides that, I dug it. Yeah. Wasn't it almost three hours anyway? It was um, two hours. It actually was. I think it was pretty close 40 minutes, to it. I think. But, like, Zack Snyder has already come out and said that... I'm here. I'm here. <clears throat> Pat? <laughs> Can you hear me? Man down. Call drop. Man, <laughs> Man down! <laughs> oh. Well, I guess we know a good editing point. <laughs> Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Hey! Hey. Hey, I don't know what the hell just happened, but that was pretty cool. Right <laughs> you, like, you, like, disappeared from the whole call and everything, and then... Yes, like I said, once you're on Always Bet on Geek, the illusions disappear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now I got Pat on video, too, even. I guess that's better. I'm not sure. Well, shit. There's everybody. You can see everybody. Yeah, I can see the both of you. Huh? I don't. I'm not seeing you. I'm seeing Nebraska. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! There we go. There we go. Amazing. That that actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got it figured out. I forgot where I left off. So, so y'all like the movie? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the long and the short of it. So, so well, what, uh, I think you were going into talking about what the fuck was it? Oh, you were talking about how the the uncut scenes. Oh, right, and like there we go. Thank coming you. out in the Blu-ray if they'll make the movie flow better. There we go. Right, right, because um, Zack Snyder has already come out and said that. He had to cut like half an hour of the movie out, and uh-huh. half an hour in the movie are that could be like a lot of scenes. Like they already put a cut scene for the movie on YouTube, and it's a scene where you kind of understand why Lex kind of went crazy towards the end. Because uh, yeah, I saw that today. I didn't know what it. I didn't know what it meant, but I saw it. Yep. Well, that thing you saw is a new god from Apocalypse called Stephen Wolf and he had like three mother boxes mm-hmm. and pretty much what it all means is the dark side is coming to earth and we're going to need the Justice League otherwise we are otherwise that dark possible future Batman saw in his vision will come to pass right how did he get that vision how did he get that vision? Was it just a dream, that, or see, was it? That's just another mystery, <laughs> oh, right? Because okay, like, okay. well, well, Marcy, in the movie, there's like a completely unrelated scene, and then the next thing you know, your Batman come up out of a bunker in the desert, and even right. I'm like, well, that's a hard cut. <laughs> what, the, <laughs> what the fuck? This happened, <laughs> but. I wrote with it because I saw, oh my god, it's a fire pit. It's the Omega symbol. Are those parademons? Holy shit, this is awesome. So I wrote with it, but it was a hard cut. Like, it was like something in the real world. And, and then even, the next scene, right. 
even that scene itself was a mash of two different ideas as well too you had you had part red sun because of the way batman right. was dressed ba- up batman's dressed yeah then you had part injustice because you had superman Eagle superman right right and it was, so i was like holy shit did they they just right everything so you, you had red sun you had injustice you had pretty much the coming of dark side mm-hmm. all put into one dream sequence but the weird thing is marsh <laughs> that dream sequence led to another dream sequence where batman wakes up but the flash comes back from the future or somewhere going you know you were always hey, writing about him uh like all the- nick put a good spin on that because a lot of people are calling it flash but he was thinking it might be orion one of the few guys that has escaped Darkseid's planet. Now, would it be Orion or Scott Free, Mr. Miracle, who actually did escape? Yes, yes. Mr. Miracle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, I can, see, I can see both ways because that, because, like, in the first Crisis on Infinite Earths, the Flash ran back to warn Batman that was coming, and that scene looked a whole lot like the scene from the comic. But yeah. at the same time, Mr. Miracle did is the only person to ever escape apocalypse ever. So, but but Marsh, that sequence came right after the first vision, and then he actually woke up. So, yeah, what was, was real? Nuts. What was fake? No. Oh, I know what happened. The scene before the scene before the first vision, Batman is at the back computer trying to decrypt the hard drive he got from Lex Luthor. And then, hard cut. <laughs> Dream sequence. And even I was like, what the fuck this happened? But it was so cool that... Because all, all of his other visions that he had were, were set up nicely. I mean, like... Right. When they do his origin, you know, I mean... Right. Some people kind of got upset. Like, he fell in the tunnel, you know, and all the bats are surrounding him. And then the bats started circling, like, in a tornado... And, like, it made it look like they lifted him out of the fucking well right. that he fell in. Right. And even I was like... About the, I was right. like, that's artistic interpretation. We all know how it went, you know? Right. And, like, because even I was... Uh-oh. But he, but they say... Fly me my bats. Yeah. Basically was. Oh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but he did Sorry. say, like... In the voiceover, in my dreams, they lift me up. So yeah, you can tell, yeah. oh, this is just a dream sequence. That's cool. But that led to one of the coolest openings I've seen in a while, where the entire screen goes white, and then it says, Metropolis. 18 months ago, the world is introduced to the Superman. And I'm like, that's pimp. <laughs> and then you saw right. the battle of Metropolis from the human view on the street mm-hmm. and it's horrifying it is of course it is oh my god just... <laughs> no they like... totally they totally took the film footage of 9-11 and it looked exactly like that stuff i mean it was chaotic camera going Ooh, everywhere i hate that right hate so that. so like that sequence you actually could understand why bruce is mad because he's mad because he's afraid because these god beings make him feel helpless when really the last time he ever felt helpless is when his parents died. I mean, when you see uh-huh. two gods 
back over buildings, what the fuck can you do <laughs> besides like hope one won't fall on you? So it really helped to get in his mindset of this yeah. is horrifying because it was actually horrifying to watch these humans running around while buildings and lasers and rocks from the sky falling from their fight in space. And the way they did them lasers in that film, like right. when everybody sees Superman do his laser blast into somebody, everybody's like, oh shit, that was cool. But if you're somebody on the ground watching Superman, you know, on the 15th floor of a building, just cut through it like it was butter. You're just like, butter. oh, these, those right. things suck. That is oh. not, that's not right. Right. <laughs> right. So, from the human angle, it's like, oh, what we thought was cool and awesome in Man of Steel is terrifying for <laughs> yes. you on the ground. <laughs> right. It no, is. But I, th- I, think, I think you did remember me. I did make a protest as to how much damage they did. Because, you know, we play in the Marvel no, game, I mean, the role-playing game, and property it, damage. I'm yeah. like, you can't do that. That's people. But, but right. what's funny is everyone said that, and I agree, because... It's like I told my sister, because my sister isn't really into comics, but she's a geek. But she was like, well, what do you expect? There are two gods fighting in the Peck City. There's going to be massive damage. I said, right, Mm -hmm. but people hold Superman to a higher level because when there is massive damage in Marvel, no one bitched about it. They, they, in Avengers Age of Ultron, they picked up a city (laughs) and then (laughs) threw it back to the Earth. No one bad eye. Cool. <laughs> Superman <laughs> that's over a couple of buildings, people lose their collective shit. Well, I'm I mean, like, wouldn't <clears throat> in the comics wouldn't he have taken the battle somewhere away from the people no, anyway? But see, here's my point though. In Man of Steel, that is a rookie Superman. This is the first fight he's right. ever been in his entire okay. life. Yeah, he's fair ne- enough. He's never thrown the punch. Yeah. And so like he's just trying and in the movie they go out of the way to say on Krypton you were genetically engineered for a role so Zod and all of his people are perfect soldiers they are genetically made to be killing machines and here's this guy in his first fight ever just trying to make it (laughs) just trying to live (laughs) right Right. there's other things with the movie that I think could have been done to make your connection to the viewer a little bit more solid. And I think one of the things that Batman versus Superman never allows Superman to do is to maybe show remorse for the people that were victims of that. You know, there's a scene in which one of Bruce Wayne's employees goes to this wall of all the fallen victims of the Zod battle. But you never see like Superman go to that wall and pay his respects or any remorse. And that that leads into more some more crap, but then the government wants, you know, Batman or Superman to speak, you know, about what they want him to do in this film. And they waste a scene there to give Superman a public forum to the whole entire world to say, like, hey, I'm sorry. This is not what I want to be for you people. But instead, what do they do? They just use it to fucking blow up the the Capitol. And the person standing there is just Superman. I'm just... There was I, no... For, I, go ahead, Pat. Yeah. Sorry. No, I'm sorry, man. Like, I agree. And I think part of the reason why is because they time-jumped. Because, like, they showed the Battle of Metropolis, and then they jumped ahead a year. So, yeah. 
I would like to think in that year he did do that in my own head canon. It's kind of like, oh, <laughs> in 18 months, he probably said, sorry, I I was just trying to help. Like, we want, I'll do what yay. I can. But, right. <laughs> but I think that scene at the Capitol was a good point. Could have been and worse. I think, and I think that's why Lex did that, just so he couldn't have that moment to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could I'd see it that way, too, you know. <clears throat> What did y'all What did y'all think of uh, Heisenberg as he- Jesse Heisenberg? Man, that is what's funny. That is the most controversial casting move I've heard people go on and on about this entire time. I've read a lot of negative shit about him in this role. Even I don't know. I think the writers. I think the writers screwed him over on some of his stuff. I think the writers could have given him better stuff it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like the writers say all their best shit for batman and i'm like yeah cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> batman's awesome but the other people who are cool people right. who need cool shit to do too i don't mind he repeats lines in this movie he's like do you know what the oldest lie in america is or some crap like right. that right and like <sighs> it's like dude right. you just said that like 20 minutes ago in the film <laughs> So, I think it's more of the writers. I don't mind his acting choices. I kind of, it's like I told my sister, I'm just happy to finally see a Lex Luthor in a major movie that isn't obsessed with land. <laughs> Real estate agent, Lex Luthor. Right! right. It's the first time in a major movie. What do you expect, like, that? He's a white man. Land. <laughs> hey, Marshall, I, I, got, land. I, got, I got some property down in Mississippi. <laughs> right! Come on down. <laughs> it's it's cheap down here, no joke. Lex Corp Realty. <laughs> <laughs> and I like I like how they don't make smart people dumb. One of my favorite things in Man of Steel was Lois being able to figure out who Clark was because she's the world's best reporter. And he could have fooled her. And I like knowing that in this movie, Lex is an evil genius. He figured out, oh yeah, he's Superman, he's Batman. I'm a genius, okay? I figured this shit out. (laughs) I dig that. When did he have that all figured out, though? That was kind of my problem. I didn't know if when he went into the ship and then he was given all that knowledge. I think he always knew about Batman. I don't think he knew about... Superman until he got access to the the, the ship. ship. Yeah. Yeah. What was the ship? Because really Okay, you know in the first movie in Man of Steel. Right. And Superman destroys the world engine in Metropolis and it kind of No, remember when Zod is flying that ship to the city and he goes, Superman, don't if you do this Krypton dies forever and he goes, you know, Fuck it, and he he destroys the ship. Well, that ship crash lands in Metropolis, but it's so it's so heavy and massive they can't move it. So it's just kind of in Metropolis under guard at all times, like walled off, sealed off, and whatnot. Because it's so massive, even Superman can't move it. But they're too scared to cut into it to do it in pieces. So it's kind of like just pull a wall over it, and like. Hope right. for the best. <laughs> Just build over. But part of the part of the reason why that wasn't even in the film was that Luther was he had found kryptonite and he wanted to do research 
with it to make the government have a weapon weapons of protection against yeah Superman. And so he wanted access to Zod's body and also to the ship. So that way he could create all this weapon weapons, you know. But before he was able to do anything with the kryptonite, Bats was just like, hey, that shit, I need me some of that. <laughs> so Batman ends up stealing the kryptonite away from Luthor. But if you notice, when Lex found out Batman did that, he smiled because that was all part of his plan. Because yeah. he wanted them to fight each other and kill each other. So, what was cool is they actually found that kryptonite because... Of the of the world builder and the across the world that Superman destroyed, but like the ship in Metropolis, it's so fucking massive. This is like leave it in the sea and like wall it off and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's what they found it. So, so was I Batman guess, really so using I a guess, gun? What's that? Was Batman yes. really using a gun? <clears throat> in his in his nightmares. Is that what it was? But also. But also, yeah. on the Batmobile, had chain guns. He was not shy about doing that. Well, the, the Batmobiles always chain... had guns and stuff. Right. Yeah. But it's just, he never had, that's like, That's what a... people are saying, like, yeah. I, I Now I think about, about it, that was one of my favorite scenes, too, because he's rolling in the Batmobile, dude, and he's trying to <laughs> okay. chase these guys down, and then Superman, he his head beams, hits on Superman, and the cat does not, like, hit the brakes. He fucking guns it. And it just it just bounces right off of Superman. But just for the fact that he's just so shit crazy right now, that he was just like, I can I, I can take him out with my Batmobile. Shit, yeah, I'm going to gun it. <laughs> he, was, he didn't even think about it. It was just like, hit the and gas. Also, <clears throat> is that when in the commercial, in the trailer and stuff, whenever he's standing up yeah. out of the car and he's... yeah. Okay. But what's cool is, like, the fact that they had that scene to show how tough the Batmobile is. Because I'm about to go see it with my sister, who isn't, like, like I said before, really as hardcore as we are. So she's going, I had no idea the Batmobile was so tough. They could, like, drive through a wall, drive through a truck, hit a car, pick it up, <laughs> drag the car behind it. So they had the entire scene to show how badass and unstoppable the Batmobile is just so you can comprehend that How when he hits Superman, Superman. <laughs> and Superman just go pee whatever right. <laughs> fuck this car <laughs> it's like oh okay yeah yep, you got to have kryptonite yeah to me it was just the fact that he didn't even hesitate to like stomp on the gas to hit Superman <laughs> it was it's like damn dude that's cold <laughs> that's true Yep. Maybe he was trying to and end have... it all. Maybe he was just trying to say, fuck it, that's it. <laughs> One of us is dead right now. Who gives a shit? Right now. <laughs> and I have to admit, I really, really like Wonder Woman in this movie. So it didn't matter that she's not six foot five or any of that kind of stuff? No. Because nah, here's no. my thing. I've never felt the only heroes who I feel should have massive muscles or bat is Batman in in this world because Superman doesn't need muscles. He's a Kryptonian. Our son is his power source. He could be the fattest Kryptonian 
ever for Krypton, it'd still be Superman. Because <laughs> our son <laughs> is his power source. <laughs> Wonder Woman was forged by the gods. She's fine. She has magic. Only Batman needs to do CrossFit, <laughs> like yeah. work out, because he's only a, he's only a man. <laughs> you do get to see, you do get to get a little glimpse of the Batman workout routine. <laughs> and really, it's CrossFit. It's like a big tire. He's like hitting the tire, picking up the tire, doing the pulls with like the weights on him. It's like, damn, this man's intense. It was it was almost like Rocky Four. <clears throat> ah yes, yeah. with the with the no yeah because yeah because like what's funny is even though even though as Bruce Wayne he couldn't afford really high tech equipment it's all like street level tire yeah. hitting tire pulling pull ups you know well, it's just all free weights and stuff are the best the best kind of workout if you're intense about it well he didn't have any shiny you know gym equipment whatsoever no it's like, all like rusty. his actual. His free weights definitely look like he got it off of a third-rate gym, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's like, wow, dude. <clears throat> but I don't know. I, I, thought, I thought Superman looked, uh, Henry Cavill looked overly jacked. No, he, I mean, yeah. When he I walked mean, into that, when he walked into that senator's meeting or whatever, it's like, holy shit, this dude is huge. Yeah. I mean, you could tell Affleck got built up for the role, yes. but I, I, I think Henry was looking, I don't know if it was just the way the suit is or whatever, but No, he, that man looked jacked. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, this guy is ripped, yeah. I, I don't think Superman can wipe his own ass, he's that huge. <laughs> <laughs> he's so ripped, right? <laughs> <laughs> Was it a, as oh, big and... of a difference, is it big of a difference from movie to movie as the Will Smith uh, from iRobot or whatever it was that we were watching. God, what was it? A friend of ours, he, uh, we were in the movie theater. I think it was iRobot. And he was no, doing yeah, push, was pull ups or pull ups. And he was like, holy shit, he's on juice. But he said it really, <laughs> really loud. And then we all looked at him and everybody else turned around and looked at him. And I'm like, dude, he's like, the juice! Oh my god, he's on the, <laughs> he's on the juice! But, but, I mean, he went on for a good full minute before somebody with a flashlight came and shined him in the face once or twice. It's like, holy shit. But then that's been an ongoing joke for over a decade now, or however long it's been since that movie came out. Yeah. Sorry. That's what I'm here yeah, for, the- derail the conversation. Back to Batman, sorry. Well, you'll dig, I think everybody will dig the Doomsday fight. I mean, that. I think that was... That was pretty cool. I didn't, man. I didn't like yes. the creation of Doomsday per se. You know, uh, right. being part of Zod's old body and Luther's blood. You know, that came across a little wonky to me. I was kind of hoping that Doomsday was just a terrible rumor and that we were going to get like Bizarro or something. You know, something man. low level. Before Justice League? Man, if Lex Luthor actually created a Bizarro, I think that movie would have been even better. That would have been so fucking awesome to see, like, a craggly, misshapen Superman going forward. Well, especially with the way you have Jesse Eisenberg casted as Lex Luthor. Jesse was not a big dude. He's not like what we see in the comic book. I mean, Lex in the comic book is a guy who can probably handle himself in a street fight, you know? This because he came, from, yeah, because he came from the street, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But 
the Jesse Eisenberg, I thought it would have been cool if you had like Bizarro or something like that. I, I just kind of felt like you just threw in Doomsday because he's a big, powerful creature, you know, that can be matched against Superman. I just thought before we got something big like that, we should have had, you know, somebody a little bit lower level, you know, villain. And then save the big cats for like the Justice League film where you do need six or seven people to help you out. I think it's because they wanted to kill him so they could have the whole rebirth of Superman and his rebirth inspires the formation of the Justice League. So I think that's the, that's the entire reason why we got Doomsday. So they got could, somebody like that? Yeah. So does... Uh, yeah, did you, you already knew that though, right, Marshall? What? They kill Superman's ass off. No, do they? Cool. <laughs> No, I mean yeah, I haven't no. I haven't heard nothing about it. I've got I went into this podcast. This is that, like the that first... was such that was such a stone cold face of like they killed Superman? Huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well I mean it took me a second because because of how you how you said it, I wasn't sure if you were just fucking with me, so it took me a second no, to process I was, it. I was like, Oh yeah, no, huh. no, they, okay. no, they Because I they heard Ted say them. the rebirth thing and it, it didn't even cross my it didn't even register that he said rebirth until because 'cause I'm I'm still just like, yeah, cool, because I was I was thinking about Aquaman. I'm like, did Aquaman make an appearance in it? But uh, that's no, a little more. That's okay. That is actually a plot point. So when Bruce Wayne hacks Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor has all this data because Lex Luthor knows other metahumans exist, but nobody actually believes them, right? So Bruce goes, hacks his data, and decodes it. And he actually has fouls on the Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman. Uh, all like, okay. so that's how you see like those clips of like Aquaman and the Flash. But his his video clips were kind of creepy. They were kind of like you know, creepy voyeuristic. Yeah, like yeah. videos. <laughs> you know, it's just like yeah, like did somebody just put like, a camera? <laughs> somebody put a camera in the Flash's bathroom? Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> You gotta be quick. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta be quick. <laughs> they, yeah, they so, were odd. I mean, they just—it was—it was a nice way, maybe, just to give us a look at some of the other characters. But every single one was just like a hidden camera somewhere that Lex hacked into and got footage of. Yeah, which so was kind of hard because, like Aquaman's footage, it was just I was like, say, did he put a camera on a dolphin's ass or something like no, that? No, no, like that would K because I think it's because it was a Lex Corp. You know how they sent down a drone to try and find oil or like shipwrecks. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it was a Lex Corp drone, and it went down into the sea in the shipwreck, and it caught a glimpse of Aquaman. He's like, "What the fuck?" So I think it was like that. Wouldn't Aquaman? I mean, if Aquaman, if Aquaman can hear Batman fucking on a desert island in the middle of nowhere and come to him and fuck with him about it, how can he not notice there's a drone recording him? But the look on his face, he didn't care. He had that kind of like the the mean bug of, huh? And then he like oh, sped off. That was a like, reference to the widening gyre, by the way. I'm sorry. I didn't want to leave it there just in case somebody didn't know, you know. There, we do have four or five no. listeners or something, you know, just in case. Because, like... And I, you always got to throw in Walt Flanagan on a, on a podcast no matter what, right? Okay. Right. Uh, by the way, I don't Kevin think Smith. Batman at any point peed himself, though. 
It wasn't pissing. It was called a bladder spasm. <laughs> the, the concussive blast of that explosive, it was too much. I mean, you know, he didn't piss himself. It just kind of the squeezed one thing that was, a little too much. That was kind of cool with Aquaman coming into the scene was uh, he looked like he was in this sunken ship a little bit and he had some, like, some weird glowing eyes or whatever. Yeah. Awesome. I was like, whoa, that's kind of a cool touch on him. And his, and scales, you, his scales were, like, tattooed on him. Yeah, I've, I've heard all saw, about that. I've read all about that. And you <laughs> saw how fast he could actually swim in the water. Because he was, like, a fucking missile shot. Man. Yeah. So it he was, was gone. So awesome. it's cool to see them kind of see show his power level. And the Cyborg fast. one was my favorite. Seeing Cyborg yeah. get put together, that was fucking yeah. tense. The mother box and was just floating. The right mother there. box, man, right? Because okay, man. explain explain to the novice DCers what of uh, the box, the mother box is. The mother <clears throat> box are because that's the not living... the first time that you've said that. So I was going to let it go, but now that you said it again, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not a I'm not a DC guy. I mean, I know the main bits and big things, but yeah. I don't know all the little things, and that's a little deep cut. Earlier, I was like, okay, well, and that was because it was over my head all the way when he was talking about Mr. Miracle. I know Mr. Miracle, but I don't know his name and all that other shit. Go ahead, sorry. I guess the short version is there are the new gods, the good ones that live on New Genesis, and the bad ones that live on Apocalypse. But both of them have what they call the mother boxes, which are the living. Supercomputers of the gods. Mm-hmm. There you go. I mean, Darkseid uses them to control basically his people on these planets. Okay. Meanwhile, so, over on that's why. I meanwhile, High Father of the good gods used them to promote freedom and justice among their people. Yeah. So they're mainly used a lot to. It seems from what I, because I don't read a whole lot of different DC titles, but it seems like anytime you need to go to Apocalypse, you got to have a mother box. But yes, they can open up what they call the boom tubes. Right. They can reach I, yeah, any I know point what in the universe. Are. Well, that's you can why, only, I, that's you why can only Cyborg open one if be you have a mother box. Right. Yeah. So hmm. there's your there's so, your mother box. Hey, thanks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean that that made sense because I mean I I know a little bit about some of that, so not to be confused with your mama's box. My mama's box, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm here all week, folks. I'm here all week. Please tip your bar to the thank you. <laughs> yeah. New show we'll, at top very hour. We'll we'll keep we'll keep uh hopefully we'll keep that out of this. That happened to me that happened to me just a minute ago, man. There's um a thirteen percenter that's going to the to the show in May at the TESD show in Red Bank or Brooklyn. And she's making patches and she asked me if I wanted a patch. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, but then she said, cause she's the one who ended up buying my ticket for me so that, uh, if I couldn't make it, you have to have your ID and stuff. So if I couldn't make it, the ticket would go to waste. So I had someone out there buy it for me so that if I can't make it, they can give it to somebody else. And I said, you can give it to somebody. Just make sure that they know that I gave it to them. And I said, yeah, I know that that makes me like a uh, an attention seeking and a, a glory whore. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I, I said, I, I understand how it is, but it's not to be mistaken for glory hole. And then she said, I think 
She said, I think they go hand in oh, hand. Oh, is that what, is that yeah. what you said? Because I was like, <laughs> yeah. What uh, I, I took reading? screenshots and sent to him. Cause then she was like, uh, I think they go hand in hand. And I was like, no, cause I wouldn't, I never heard glory horror before. And I thought I wasn't thinking glory hole at the same time. So please that's, let me just rephrase what I said. She said, no, too late. Now you're going to have a, a patch that says glory whore in Metallica style writing. I said, great, thanks. Now I'm going to have a glory whore <laughs> patch. Awesome. Has nothing to do with Batman. Y'all keep talking. My little girl is up. I have to distract her for a moment. Oh, that's okay. cool. That's cool. No, I, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Nick was on the fence about it and Ben absolutely hated it. He didn't like the deranged... Batman so much. I can see that, but I guess I would have felt the same way if it was a young Batman, but they go out of the way to go, this is a Batman that's been in the game for 20 years. He's Mm -hmm. seen some shit. His whole hopeful optimism that he can save Gotham has been pretty much ground into the dirt. (laughs) So it's like... yeah. I think, and I think he said it best in the line when he told Alfred, he's just like, aren't we all criminals in right. some way? Yeah, we've all been criminals. And then yeah. he, he was like, Alfred, 20 years, what have <laughs> we done? I mean... You cut off one head, two more pop up. <laughs> right, it's fucking hard, I mean, that's, right? That's, that's basically what he was saying to Alfred. Yep. I, I don't know, I just... For me, I just kind of wish they would have given a... They would have given a, a Batman movie first just because i thought it would be it would help their continuity a little bit better in the cinematic world to have an explanation of well screw it pat i'm just going to tell you what i would have done i would have done a solo batman film and i would have had my villains would have been the joker and scarecrow and i would have had batman with a robin because i'm going to put a dead robin suit in the Batcave in batman versus superman so what right. I'm going to do is I'm going to do my origin story with the whole entire, my parents are dead, blah, 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 and I go and train and I become a badass, and I'm going to go fight the Joker. But as I'm fighting the Joker, I get hit up with some of Scarecrow's fear toxin and I lose my way, and they capture Robin. And now Robin is being held up, and basically we do a twist on the killing joke, and we shoot and we kill Robin, not Batgirl. So we get a little bit of fan Easter egg there. But then, right. like, this nerve gas that uh, the Scarecrow has is still in his system. And that's why we still have a Batman that's really a little bit more paranoid than we're normally used to. I would have ended it something like that. So that way, when you're going into the Batman vs. Superman film, you're dealing with just a guy who's really now like, what the hell, dude? I'm... I'm not dealing with all this crap anymore. You know, I want to do justice my way, and I don't care. Not so I can see that because, like, you're saying, like, even after he gets cured of the initial of the initial hit of the fear toxin, it will always be in the system. Yeah, there's some still something just lingering there, just like a scar or something, you know, internally with him. So. I think that, I don't know, and that was just my idea of how it would make the whole entire DC Universe movie-wise flow a little bit better, but I'm excited for the next one, you know? I mean, I... No, I, no, 
yeah. I'm pumped. Like, like really, if they fix the issues with the pacing and the edits, I think that movie would have been, like, unstoppable, really. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. And, it seemed, like, and we all kind of agreed that once they started fighting Doomsday, like, Batman was just kind of like, hmm, I don't know if I can deal with shit on this level. You but know? that's that's why one of, I guess, because a whole lot of people are going, this movie is really dark and grim. And I'm like, that's the point. The world is dark and grim, but after they form the Justice League, that's what starts to give the world more hope. Otherwise, why even have heroes if the world is already all happy and fluffy? That's right. supposed to bring the world hope. But that scene where, for the first time in history, we saw Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman together, the Trinity, and that, mm-hmm. and that, that was it. I was like, this was worth my money right here. This oh, is yeah, fucking... yeah, yeah. And they're fighting Doomsday? Come on, man. That is, that's just... That's just fucking awesome. <laughs> well, I, 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 that was that was one of the best scenes ever, right there. I was, I was really impressed on the way they made uh, Wonder Woman look like she was like really that warrior Amazon, you know. That was right. just like every time she got decked, it didn't seem like, oh man, I got hurt. She was like, fuck this dude, I'm bringing it, I'm still coming, I'm still I think, coming. I think my favorite scene when that is when she was hit to the ground and. You saw her smile, like, all yes, right. Yes, that was mine, too. Right. That was mine, Let's too. Let's do this. I'm like, yeah. that's Wonder Woman. That's awesome. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. So that's what, uh, I hope her film's just as good. Me, too. I mean, I know it's set in World War One era, but, like, I tend to like films like that, so I'm already predisposed to like it, so. Because, like, I just think, I mean, it's like, it's the old joke of, Wonder Woman is one of the biggest superheroes on the planet next to Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. Yep. But she has never had a movie. Meanwhile, Marvel can make a talking raccoon and a walking tree into Hollywood movie stars before we got a Wonder Woman movie. So I'm just hoping her movie is actually really good because I think she deserves it, honestly. Yeah. I just, I hope... One of the things that I really want to see is just the island itself with all the creatures yeah. that are on there. You know, yeah. I hope I hope to see her battling some weird crap, you know, and just right hack, hacking some shit down. But it'll be cool to see how they. You know, they got to put Steve Trevor in the film somehow. I mean, well, he was actually in that photo that yeah Lex had. Yeah, how the how the hell would you even have known that? I didn't even Whoa. know that until I read an article afterwards saying, hey, that was Steve Trevor. I was like, oh, well, oh. great. <laughs> I, I because... saw the film twice and never said, hey, is that Steve Trevor? <laughs> because because I knew that Chris Pond had been cast in that role. So when I saw Chris Pond in the photo, I was like, oh, Steve Trevor. Cool. Oh. <laughs> Kept on rolling. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess I didn't pay attention to a whole lot of the casting and everything, so... But again, like yeah, but, you know, I, again, an average viewer though wouldn't have figured right. that out. Which, but like I like how I mean I think we could pretty much say a lot of this movie was set up for other movies. It was set up for Wonder Woman, the set up for Flash, Aquaman, and set up for yes. the Justice League. 
So I can forgive a whole lot because it's set up just like <laughs> Iron Man 2 was mostly a movie made to set stuff up for the future stuff with Marvel. So Right. Yeah, and given what they had to deal with and I think with what they want to have going forward, they did yeah. they did good, you know. Like in my I think a lot of people went into this movie predisposed to not like it. Either because they are hardcore fanboys or fangirls for Marvel or they weren't sure about Batflex or they never enjoyed Man of Steel. So for them to at least try to overcome all of that and still make half a billion dollars on one fucking weekend, mm-hmm. you have to give them props for that, man. <laughs> exactly. I went into it just thinking that this was going to be like a uh, graphic novel. It'll either yeah. tie in, or it will have a definite beginning and ending. You know, right? I mean, I was not. Like the I will say joke, this though. Okay. No, I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. You were like, no, like, like the Killing Joke is a standalone graphic novel, but it's made its way into the continuity of right back. Right. You know, because a whole so lot that, of folks, because because folks forget. That that was never supposed to be part of the mythos. It's supposed to be like a mm-hmm. cool story that Alan Moore told with these characters, but it was so massive they interwove it later on into the mythos. So, yeah, no, I I agree. It uh, that was just how I, I looked at the film, and I was I think the watching it the second time, I understood it even a little bit better. There's That's a how, whole lot I missed. Yeah, like, for any big movie, I have to see it twice. Because the first time, I'm just, like, excited. Woohoo! It's the Trinity! Fuck yeah. yes! Doomsday! <laughs> then it's like, alright, now I, I should actually watch it on its own merits. Because you go into it the first time with your own preconceived notions about, about what you want from it. And you don't tend to take it for its own its own thing. Like the same thing happened to me with um Star Wars. Yeah. Where the first time I'm like, It's fucking Star Wars! This is awesome. But then time two I was like, Okay, this is even as awesome. <laughs> the second time, so Well, I watching it the second time, I guess I understood that <clears throat> Luther really was behind it the whole entire time. Right. Right. You That's know, I was like that... Okay. Yeah, the entire movie was his fucking master plan. <laughs> because I was sitting there like the first time, I was like, who the hell just sent Clark Kent these pictures? I was like, Right. Bruce Wayne, right, yeah. Sense. Right. And I was right. like, Right, Clark and Bruce Wright. Yeah. And so then I watched it the second time, I was like, Oh, that crafty little motherfucker. Right. And I like how <laughs> before the big fight with Batman, Clark told Lois, I need to go ask for his help. Because his his main goal was not to go fight him. It was to go, yo, Batman, help me find my mom. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. Batman <laughs> that, you know, kept pushing the fight and pushing the fight. He's like, I need help, man. This <laughs> help me find my mom. <laughs> so <laughs> that was that was funny. We walked out of the theater together going, Was Superman's mom really named Martha? I yeah, like, I, no, I, like I, I never knew that. And I was like, son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah, all right. I need to get a plug before my before it dies. So, 
Y'all keep talking. I'll be right back. Cool. <laughs> Did you ever watch uh, Smallville, the TV show? No. You're missing out. That's a really good uh, Superman story. That's my favorite uh, Lex Luthor from anything comes from that show. I, I forgot was, uh, the guy's name, but he's really good. I think after the Christopher Reeves films, I kind of just didn't care about Superman. I never anymore. watched the the Dean Cain one with Terry Hatcher. Um, yeah. The Superman Chronicles or the Lois and Lane or... Adventures of... Lois and Clark? the Adventures of Superman and... Yeah, Lois and Clark or something. Lo- I don't know. What's what up? was the name? What was the, the name Dean of the Kane Superman You're TV right. show? Who was right? Lewis Clark. Oh, okay, <laughs> we did, we just said four or five things. I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> I said it last night. I was like, you know, Superman needs to drop Lois Lane in a bad way because she is a liability to that man. That guy, well, like that guy, drops everything to go save her. You know, because she's just got that. This. Never mind. <laughs> Hey, I'm trying to so for folks who actually can't can't see us, I actually shook my head right there <laughs> at Marsh. I think both of y'all did actually. <laughs> well, it's like it's because I read this article, and pretty much Lex, Bruce, and Lois are metaphors for humanity. Lex is Lex is for humans who cannot be redeemed. Like, no matter how hard you try, Lex will always hate Superman because he's good. Bruce is for the humans who start off dark and cynical and Daredevil caps with the Punisher on the other side. But in the (laughs) end, (laughs) but in the end, he can be brought back after he sees that Superman is actually a good person. And Lois is like, since he loves Lois, that's how much he actually loves humanity. So he will always drop anything to go and save her, aka us. Anyway, it was interesting. Right. See, Our I'm not that deep. Cold Marsh. If you hadn't have, uh... you're just one bad day away from being me. That's right. We better watch <laughs> out. <laughs> I think you're a half measure. <laughs> I think you're a man who can't finish the job. I think you're a coward. Yeah, that's funny that he would say you're that. You're one bad day away from being me. <laughs> anyway. No, I, I dug that, <laughs> That man. was a great episode <clears throat> of Daredevil. Well, at first, me and Stephanie were watching it together. But then she was like, um, some stuff happened. She was like, just watch it. So she was like, what was the next episode? The next day, she was like, what are the next episode? What happened? I was like, oh, uh, I watched all of the rest of them. <laughs> she was like what <laughs> you watched six episodes before you went to bed I'm like, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to I stopped no, on this... four you stopped on four okay. oh man it it's awesome it's really good like because this season they go back to Batman we'll no talk spoilers. about this later I will but I guess I guess right quick this season they introduce the concept of the small arc like each character had their own little small arc inside the larger overall season so that gave you more time to appreciate Frank Castle and Electra and other stuff I don't know what episode that. it was it might have been episode 6 when Frank was explaining 
No, no, man. No, man. No. No spoilers. He's on four, man. He's on four. I'm just saying. No spoilers. He gave a monologue. No spoilers, man. He gave no, a cut monologue. It, man. <laughs> cut it, man. Yeah, but I said no spoilers. That's no spoilers. Mini I, didn't, I, 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 was, I didn't say I was going to continue with the show. There's there no go, spoilers. Man. I was just going to say that uh, the monologue that he gave. He's so. He's on four, me, man. He's on four. He's made, on four. Made me weak. He's not on six, That's man. All. He's on four. <laughs> How is me crying like a little girl any kind of a spoiler in any kind of way? <laughs> just some people just can't can't take sentiment, man. I don't know. <laughs> and that right there is the entire metaphor of Batman v Superman. Some people, much. some people can't take sentiment. I don't know, man. I was, I was trying to get us pulled back into B, BBS. Okay. You'll cry. You'll cry during Batman versus Superman. I want to say that I don't cry easily, no, but actually... I, I really do. Well, I got to wrap up my contribution to the show. Okay, yeah. We've, I got to work on a... We've been going an hour. I got to work well, actually, on a, I got well, actually, work on a TSD like... town doll pick. Oh, oh. Awesome. But actually, it's almost it's almost four. So what's, what's going on? Going to start to what is it this week? Pretty soon. So this week's uh, theme is uh, something to like recreate a yearbook picture. Or something. Oh, yearbook. Okay. Well, I didn't realize it was recreate. I thought it was them doing like a yearbook of the dolls. No. Okay. No, like oh, like class clown. Oh, you know. God. I'll just put my most actual. Likely, I'll just put my actual yearbook to picture. Start a podcast and. Well, I, my yearbook picture, um, they was my friends ran the the yearbook thing, and they they thought it would be funny, and it wasn't supposed to be printed. I'm most likely to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I have I have I have the fucking yearbook even, and they lost their little thing, and there was a little fine or something, but uh, whatever, <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh, awesome. man. Yeah, right. Jerry well, is wh- actually. Nice to meet you for the first time, man. Like, yeah, is you got a sweet last name? I agree, man. Like, <laughs> Butlers, man, we make it happen. The Butlers did it. The Butlers yeah. did it. But yeah, man, Marsh just got a Batman versus Superman gangbang by a couple of Butlers. <laughs> <laughs> that is how we're going to end the show. That's awesome, <laughs> Jerry, man. You are welcome back anytime, man. This is a whole lot awesome. of fun. Well, when Marshall needs something spoiled, I guess uh, happy on. <laughs> I guess we're here. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh, I'm but... just I'm trying not to like laugh too hard here. My cheeks hurt. I'm just smiling really big. But um, yeah, man, it was cool having you on. I appreciate it. And like, please give a shout out to your podcast, man. Well, it's a uh, Pop Culture Crunch. We have a website, uh, popculturecrunch.com, that also is hosting the new Pod World Order. You can go newpodworldorder.com as well. Get your yeah, MPWO on. <laughs> there, there you there go, sh- man. In you heard sh- it. Isn't there shirts available for people, too, if they want to? Yeah, I got to find, like, a better website so it doesn't cost an arm and a leg for people. It's, like, 26 bucks for a shirt or something. Okay. That reminds me of, know. yeah, okay. I won't even talk. I got to find something cheaper or something. I don't know. Or find somebody that owns a press or something. Right. That's what we need. That's what I need to do. I need to try to find somebody. <clears throat> I know one. I know one guy that does that has this printing thing, but I, that's like bumper stickers and posters and stuff. I don't know anything about t-shirts. Oh well. Well, I guess. Uh, should we also sign out, Mark? 
Yeah, sure. But there's there's more people we always <laughs> have to talk about, though. There's more people in the MPWO. Oh, yeah. There's Totes Milady. Totes Milady. Welcome to Cat's the animal. Laughing. Welcome to the animal. <laughs> Welcome to the Alamo. Alamo. And then the BS and pod. And then you got a... Uh, yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> hey, I didn't. So I say always it. Give, I, I always I always give them good plugs all the time. I figure one time, you know, oh, fuck those guys. <laughs> well, I'll do it for you. I'll, I'll do it for you this time. No hate, man. And no hate. Of course. And then of, of course, course, the podcast you are actually hearing right now. The show's stopper. I don't know about all that. <clears throat> Which but do we really have to tell them what they're listening that. to? What was up with that? Well, you know, I wish I well, wish I could do I wish I could do the Ric Flair outro, like the the kiss stealing limousine riding, the jet flying <laughs> limousine riding, jet flying, uh, kiss stealing, yeah, <laughs> the comic always reading. always been on Geek Podcast. Woo, <laughs> woo. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, I guess this has been Pat from Always Been on Geek with my always esteemed co-host. Pat from Always Been on Geek. You know that they're listening to Always Been on Geek, Pat. And this is Marshall. Every call, time, call Jerry. Me squishy every Nazi. time, Jerry. This is, call this me is the way it goes every time. <laughs> and then our guest host, Jerry Butler. How do they find you on Twitter, man? Uh, T-E-S-D underscore zombie. All right. And you can find us on Twitter at AlwaysBetOnGeek. And you can always email us at AlwaysBetOnGeek at gmail.com. And you can find us on iTunes and on Stitcher and on Bad Boardy. And all right. There. I got my shout out, motherfucker. We're done now. Let's take us out.